Welcome to the Granite Gals podcast. This is the podcast where we interview female hikers who hike the right mountains. I am Alexander Her. And I am Sage Her. The opinions that we personally express in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of our interviewee or of any organizations we may mention. Hello, everyone. Today we're interviewing Aubrey Valker, an avid white mountain hiker. She works at Squam Lakes Natural Science Center. Uh, welcome to Granite Gals. Hi, thanks for having me. When and why did you start hiking, and why do you like to hike? Uh, so I've pretty much been hiking my whole life, just, you know, exploring the outdoors. I grew up in Wisconsin and hiked a lot there, and obviously it's much flatter out in Wisconsin than it is here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I then moved to New Hampshire just over four years ago and you know, introduced to the White Mountains and fell in love immediately. And just, you know, like most people, getting outside is just a great way to de-stress and relax and also just to challenge myself with new trails and everything. What is your favorite 4K and why? Oh, the hardest question. <laughs> uh, probably one of them is definitely Garfield. I love the view from the summit there. Just that expanse of the Pemi Wilderness is great. But I do also really enjoy Moose Walk, especially the hike up Beaver Brook is just a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, what lists uh, and mountains besides the 4Ks have you hiked or are you working on, and what did you enjoy about them specifically? Uh, so I finished the 4Ks, was that, back in 2018. And I really haven't been working on any lists too much since then. It's kind of been hiking whatever I feel like <laughs> for the day. Yeah. I'm sure at some point I'll probably finish the um, NE63 because there's a lot of mountains on there I want to hike anyways. Oh, um, great. Yeah. But the you know New Hampshire 4,000-footers definitely really helped me introduce me to the White Mountains. When I first moved here, it was, like, overwhelming with all different mountains, the trails, didn't know where to start. So it was a great goal to finish and just helped me to explore a lot of New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, where have you hiked in addition to the White Mountains? What is your favorite place to hike outside the Northeast? Uh, I've been very fortunate to be able to, you know, explore a lot of different parts of the country, lots of national parks. I've done some backpacking in Glacier National Park, the Badlands, uh, the Redwoods, a little bit of hiking down in the Everglades. And then I spent 10 weeks in South Africa, so on my days off, I got to do a few of the local day hikes there as well, which was just incredible. Wow. (laughs) Uh, As far as my favorites, I have to say I really love going back and hiking in Wisconsin. Even though there's no giant mountains or anything, it's pretty flat. It's, It's nostalgic and just kind of where I found my love for being outside. Plus, there's the Ice Age Trail and some great state parks there as well. Wow, that's awesome. (laughs) Um, You work at the Squam Lakes Natural Science Center. How does your work with the animals there affect how you see and interact with the wild animals you encounter in the mountains? Uh, Really, it just gives me lots of respect for the wildlife that's out there. No, I'm always reminded that it's me entering into their home. You know, have to respect it's their house not mine uh, so you know if I see an animal on the trail just give it its space observe from a distance uh, I always cringe when I see you know some of those posts on social media of, you know someone sees a moose or something in the distance pulls out their phone take a picture cool 
And then you see those videos of you know people just walking towards the animal, peeking closer and closer to the point where the animal like is walking away. They don't want to be that close to the humans. And the people just keep going and just like cringe. You're like, this is how animal attacks happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but in general, you know, the respect for the wildlife. Granted, the one downside is just, you know, kind of being an animal nerd. If I'm like walking <laughs> through the woods and I hear a bird, I start looking up in the trees, trying to find it, not paying attention where I'm going and Sad to say, more than once I've walked straight into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what does your um, average day at work entail? Can you tell us more about what you do there? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so I'm part of the animal care staff. So really my job is kind of being you know, a maid, butler, and chef to all the critters at the Science Center. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I work with everything, you know, from our freshwater fish and turtles and River otters to our, you know, uh, mountain lions and black bears. Wow. It's really just making sure you know they have great welfare, a great home, and a life there at the science center. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Wow, it's great. <laughs> Would you say you had a favorite animal there? Oh, also a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> um, I I love the river otters. I'm primary trainer for them, so I just have a really close relationship with them and some of our owls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Have you ever experienced sexism directed towards you on the trail? Uh, yes. I mean, unfortunately, I feel like most female hikers have experienced some sort of sexism. Uh, especially, I do a lot of solo hiking, so it's not uncommon for me to get comments, or negative comments from both men and women. Oh. Uh, I remember, actually, one of my moment I really remember is I was, a few years ago, I decided to do a quick hike up Mount Pemajawasset after work, you know, beautiful day uh, by myself. And I came up uh, behind two guys, and I was just going at a faster pace, so nicely asked them, you know, kind of quick sneak around you. And then they just started, like, grilling me with random questions about, like, my ability to be out there by myself. Uh, <laughs> I was like, one, rude. <laughs> <laughs> and two, like, this is a, you know, pretty small, relatively easy hike, so I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That always seems to happen when the hike isn't really a big deal. <laughs> right. Uh, but on the flip side, I have also received positive comments about my solo adventuring from, again, both men and women. Uh, and actually what's been best is when I, you know, come across a group or a couple and nobody even says anything about the fact that I'm by myself, that it just seems as normal. Yeah. So there is hope out there for all the solo female adventurers. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your most memorable animal encounters on the trail. <laughs> you know, I actually haven't had anything too crazy. You know, I've been fortunate to see a few moose from the distance, a few giant boulders I thought were bears and then weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> I think we all have, especially early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think my most memorable, it's not exactly an animal encounter, uh, but when I was in South Africa, I got to go on safari in Kruger National Park. Wow. And part of that, uh, we did kind of, they called it you know, a hike, just probably more just a nice walk through the bush <laughs> with a guide. 
Uh, but we're walking along, and all of a sudden we just come across, you know, these large footprints from an African lion. Wow. And then, like, ten minutes later, just come across this massive pile of poop from an elephant. Wow. And it was just, like, so surreal. You're like, oh, we're not in North America anymore. Like, this is incredible. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> Do you prefer hiking solo or with a group of people? Honestly, it depends kind of how I'm feeling for the day. Uh, you know, really enjoy solo hiking. It's great just to clear my mind or I just kind of want to do whatever I want to do. Uh, but definitely enjoy hiking with others as well. I don't personally really enjoy, like, the really big group hikes. I usually like to keep it more to just four or five people. Uh, but really both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why don't you enjoy um, larger groups? It's not that I don't enjoy enjoy them. I just kind of prefer the smaller groups, you know, more personable, get to know people a little better. Also easier to, like, make decisions on where to hike as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, what's next? Do you have any specific hiking-related plans for the future? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I was actually supposed to be in Utah right now for this whole week, uh, hiking in arches oh. and canyon lands. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, of course, that had to be canceled. So hopefully next year we'll be able to do that. Okay. Uh, but, you know, other big hiking really just kind of depends how this whole COVID-19 pans out and different travel restrictions both in the U.S. and other countries. Yeah, uh, the, <laughs> the next big one I've really been wanting to do is uh, to Patagonia, and hiking like Torres del Paine National Park, and there's also some incredible fly fishing down there, which I'd love to do. Oh wow, that sounds really cool. Can you tell us more about about that? Uh, yeah, like the fly fishing, or um, yeah, like what you're planning to do there, and um, more about that and what that entails. Yeah, uh, so it's still kind of up in the air. Kind of just started looking at it, and again, not really sure exactly when we'll be able to do it. You know, it's kind of looking maybe in February, but might have to wait another year, depending on travel restrictions. Uh, but Torres del Paine National Park is known for just some of their incredible hiking. There's kind of two really common hiking circuits in there. Uh, and then supposed to have some really world-class fly fishing in the area, which my boyfriend's really into and has gotten now me into it. So kind of having that mix of both hiking and fishing would just be incredible for both of us. Yeah, yeah, sounds great. Mm -hmm. um, now some questions unrelated to hiking. Uh, so where do you ask you what you do for a living? Um, <laughs> but, well, I mean, you can talk more about it if you if you want to. You, um, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of responsibilities and um, things that not, not everyone might um, think that you have, and maybe you want to like share any more details that you think are interesting or important or. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think one of the most common comments I get when I tell people, you know, I'm part of the animal care staff at the Science Center is they go, oh, you're so lucky. You just get to, you know, play with animals all day. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, not even close. My job is not glamorous at all. <laughs> it's, you know, picking up after all the animals and, uh, you know, <laughs> shoveling big piles of bear poop. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, there is, you know, obviously the perks. I get to build a really close relationship with these animals and get to interact with them a lot. And 
you know, just teach, you know, visitors about, you know, local wildlife that is in the area. So definitely very rewarding as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We've actually seen some of your um, otter pictures. Um, they're very cute. Yes, very cute. They are adorable and they know it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, what's your favorite food? <laughs> oh, probably any kind of breakfast food. You know, pancakes, French toast, bacon, eggs, some more bacon. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love breakfast, too, actually. Hey, just can't go wrong. Breakfast or dinner is perfect. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite non-hiking-related book? Ooh. Yep. Well, this is outdoor-related, not technically hiking. Uh, my go-to book is a Sand County Almanac by Elba Leopold. One of those books I've just reread multiple times, so I just love all the messages in there and the land ethic and love Elba Leopold in general. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Um, if you could either fly or be invisible, which would you choose and why? Oh, definitely fly. I think you just travel so much easier. Don't have to get on a plane. Be faster. You don't have to pay for plane tickets either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, dogs or cats? Oh, both. <laughs> <laughs> It's really sad. I live in an apartment right now that doesn't allow pets, so fortunately oh. I don't have any now, but that's when it's going to be one of those once I, you know, move into a house or something. It's going to be like five dogs and five cats and some chickens. <laughs> yeah, it's great to uh, hear someone say both because often, you know, you're either on one side or the other and people get right? stubborn about it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, no, they're both wonderful in their own ways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, there's no need to hate one or the other. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, it chips or popcorn? Uh, probably chips. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, cheddar or Swiss? Oh, well, I'm from Wisconsin, so you know, die-hard cheese head that I can't choose. Have to give me all the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And um, if you had to pick, and this one's hiking related, if you had to pick either. Uh, summer hiking or winter hiking in the whites, which would you choose? Oh, also a difficult question. <laughs> I, I think I'd probably choose winter uh, just because there's less crowds, no black flies. I also love the snow. <laughs> it's fun oh, to play yeah. in. <laughs> I, I also like to do lots of sunrise hikes. I feel like, I don't know, the colors are just better in winter for some reason. Plus, <laughs> oh. the sunrise is later, so you don't have to get up as early. True. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Must be good uh, being in the White Mountains then. We'll get a lot of snow. Yes, <laughs> I have lots of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's the place to go for that. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much. Um, oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, and if there's anything, we have um, a little extra time, so if there's anything else that you uh, want to talk about more or um, anything that you forgot to mention, <laughs> then uh, feel free to, to add it. Yeah, we can edit anything. <laughs> Ooh, I do have one thing. It's kind of talking about Animal Care to Science Center because it's coming up on baby animal season. Oh, awesome. Uh, because <laughs> we do a little bit of uh, wildlife rehab at the Science Center. Uh, you know, very small area for it. For, so most of the time we'll send you to a different rehabber in the States. Uh, but this is a time of year where we get lots of calls for baby animals, you know, Baby birds on the ground, a fawn, 
you know, somewhere where mom left it. And, of course, people, you know, call with the best intentions. They just want to (laughs) help. But, you know, if you see a fledgling on the ground, leave it be. Mom is around. Same with pretty much most baby animals. Mom just left it there hiding for a little bit. She's coming back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you have a question, you know, feel free to call us before you touch the animal. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, unfortunately, like, I mean, I've heard of of, uh, people trying to help these animals, but they're, like, really messing up everything by moving them, even though they don't know that. Exactly. Yeah, especially baby birds. People oh, move, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, you can take better care of it. It's like in reality, <laughs> taking them into a rehabber is actually worse for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not, yeah. <laughs> we actually saw a baby seal in California. Um, oh, that's so on the beach. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were concerned, but I think it was fine. <laughs> really yeah, awesome. more often than not, it's fine. Mom just left it so she could go eat. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because it looks so sad, but we we knew that, you know, not to mess with it um, before we went there. <laughs> it, was, it has such a cute expression on space, though. Oh, they always do. <laughs> no. <laughs> there are actually signs there that said, don't touch the baby otters. Thank you. Right, oh, so. well, that's good. <laughs> oh, my God, seals. Sorry, seals. <laughs> hey, baby otters are adorable and seals all super cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a great detail. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I think that's good. Um, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, yeah, thank you for having me. I love listening to your podcast. No, thanks. That's great. <laughs> the preservation of the environment is important if we want to continue having beautiful mountains to hike. We strongly encourage you to donate to Union of Concerned Scientists, or UCS. It is an amazing organization that does important scientific research to help prevent negative effects of climate change. You can learn more about UCS and donate to their organization at ucsusa.org.